Hello there, you welcome to another interesting edition of Sports Africa, where we bring you the most interesting stories making the rounds in the world of sports, particularly from an African perspective. My name is Obadi Olamukumu, and you're listening to another interesting episode, which we always bring to you every now and then. Remember, you can always listen to us on all the various podcast directories, such as Apple, Deezer, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more outlets. All you just need to do is just type in Sports Africana, and it will come up on your media space, and you'll be able to listen to us and listen to several other interviews that we've had, or several other interesting episodes that we've had in time past. Today promises to be exciting as we are looking at a topic that is buzzing at the moment and it's in the light of the recent events that happened in a certain footballer by the name of Kurt Zuma. Kurt Zuma is a West Ham player. For many years, he played for Chelsea, as you all know. And um, the story was the fact that the video went around on the media space where it was seen to have kicked a cat. And the video was um, carried by his uh, younger brother, who, by the way, has been suspended by his club, that's Dagnam and Redbridge. And there have been various outcries from different groups, different bodies, and it's been so unprecedented in some ways, the outcry that has gone out in the media space. There have been different links to other issues related to racism, comparison to other footballers, how they've been treated, how they would have been treated if it had happened to them. And we thought to look at this situation because um, obviously Kozuma is of an African origin, even though he's played for the French national team. And more so because we have other ethnic minorities playing in the English Premier League or in Europe uh, by extension. So we thought to look at the issues to see whether the outcry on consumer, whether it's fair or whether it would have been different if it had happened to another set of race. And talking to talk about the topic with me today is Tunde Makonjola, popularly known as T-Mac. T-Mac, thanks for joining us on Sports Africana. Good afternoon, good afternoon to everyone. You'd probably be hearing the stories that we're making the rounds in the Most light definitely. of Duma, what has happened and how is being how the situation has been treated generally. Um, first of all, we need to establish what is your own view before we go into other issues. What is your own view of the action itself? And talking about cats, <laughs> talking about cats, um, in my area, there's so many of them here that sometimes they can be annoying when they just go past, you know. And in this part of the world, animals are treated with some sort of um, kind of care, which it's not necessarily the same way in other parts of the world, particularly where we come from in Africa. So the, the outcry in certain quarters, particularly in Africa, has been seen as, okay, what's the big deal about kicking a cat and thereabouts. So to put a context, what do you think of the situation itself by Kotsuba? Without a shadow of a doubt, there is no justification for the action that we saw on that clip. One, we saw him kick or bully the cat, and then another one, the cat was being held up, him slapping the cat. Those actions are wrong and shouldn't have happened. So let's not make any shortcomings or any anything about it it was wrong the problem that i've seen and many people have seen is the punishment that is being melted out or melted out or what people are asking for is it commensurate to the offense or the the alleged wrongdoings by consumer and 
going back in, in time, looking at other sportsmen and other footballers who have committed similar or even graver offenses and how have the football community or the society in general in England have dealt with those issues. So that's the first part. I like the fact that you've established that what we saw, without a shadow of doubt, was wrong. You know, it's not something, particularly in a society and environment where animals, their bodies that look uh, for the interest of preservation and, you know, the well-being of certain pets. Let me not say animal pets, and, you know. And just, to, and just to add something to something you said in your introduction, even in the part where we come from, our heritage, there are loads of pet lovers in all the, the length and breadth of Africa, especially in Nigeria, where I come from, I've got friends who treat their pets even as well as they treat human beings. So I wouldn't want anybody to feel that, oh, maybe because of his background or his heritage, makes him a bit more like a visible in his care for pets. That, to me, I don't agree with that. We've seen cases where there was a, a case of a lady, a white lady, who picked up a cat, not even hers, and left it in a bin, one of those green bins, and covered it. Now, if she wasn't caught on camera, that cat would have suffered to death. This woman was fined 250 pounds, a white woman. So, obviously, people's attitude towards pets are different, but at no stage should anybody mistreat a pet in any shape or form. Yeah, I mean, I use the perspective of where we're coming from uh, as a, to put a context is because um, obviously because okay. generally, like rightly said, there are people that have pets. We had dogs growing up, but I'm sure you agree that when you look at the entire populace itself, when you consider the economic constraints people are facing, particularly for where we come from, there is the general saying that, oh, where an, a normal human being has not even fend for himself, you're thinking about animals. So that's why I brought that context for, yeah. for, okay. people, that may be listening, for, for people that may be listening outside of the UK and for the benefit of our UK listeners who do not know how some of us think in relation to pets. But obviously, because in this part of the world, there's value for life, there's value for certain things like that. So that's why I thought to bring that context. But talking about, you mentioned something very important, using citing the example of a certain Caucasian woman who did something similar. Well, not necessarily kick a cat, but some sort of mistreating a pet as it were. And the fine or method to that person was just a minimal 250 pounds, which seems a bit unfair, which brings us to the next issue. Could we see some elements of, a, I'll make reference to Mikhail Antonio's comment. That's the a fellow West Ham. He did mention. He said he doesn't condone what his teammate has done. However, the sort of outcry, I'm paraphrasing now, that this has generated has not been unprecedented, particularly when in compared to the issue of racism, which we've been talking about for a very long time. Not too long ago, we saw Jamie Carragher spat at a woman while he was driving, you, and the kind you, of... You know what, ...was just minimal. What do you think? Now, I, you see, when Mikel Antonio's video went around, first of all, the, the first question I even asked anybody is like, what was Sky doing, or Sky Sports doing to, at the, at the Western Training Ground, asking questions? Because it, let me, let's put it into context. When Luis Suarez officially abused Patrice Everett, the whole of the Liverpool hierarchy defended their player. They actually made t-shirts to back him 
and was like business as usual, they don't see a problem. Like you said, Jamie Carragher, he lowered the windows of his SUV and spat at a child who was like, you know, a, a teenager. Eden Hazard kicked a 17-year-old ball boy. Harry Maguire was was convicted of assault, assaulting a police officer in Greece. A certain Chelsea player uses well in an accident, killed a person. He still has his football career and all these people and all these cases. There wasn't that an outcry. I could see that there was a, an online petition for consumer to be sacked. You had two Adidas pulling his contract. You had two of Western sponsors suspending their contracts with Western over there. And then you now think, yes, Western has fined him the maximum wages, which came up to the two weeks wages, which was like £250,000. He intended an apology, but people were still not enough. He was like, they were paying for blood. Even his brother that filmed it has been suspended by Dragon and Red Bridge. And you're asking, is there something else that is driving this behavior? Because it seems that you guys are not satisfied. In my opinion, and I've said this publicly, um, I tweeted about it, that for me, find him the maximum amount of money, have him make a donation of a similar amount to the RSPCA, let him go and spend a few months working at an animal shelter or a cat shelter, and then do promotional videos for those, um, the Royal Society for Protection of Animals, that can be used as an informative thing. That would be a punishment, in my view, that is a crime. But it seems like, and then you have somebody like, okay, you're, you're talking about Michael Antonio's response, which I totally agree with. And then on the flip side, you had somebody like Chris Kirkland, the former England Reserve goalkeeper, coming on air and saying he feels that kicking a cat is a bigger crime than racism. Yes, he later apologized that, you know, he didn't mean it. You had um, Jamie O'Hara that is on record to have hit his 14-year-old, either his stepchild or the child of his partner, going on talk sports, spouting how consumers should be more or less kicked out of football. And I'm thinking, dude, you hit a child. It's on record. This is not guesswork or this is not an allegation. It's a fact. So when you hear some of these things, are you thinking, is there something else that is driving this behavior? Because all the other examples, Suarez, um, Edwin Hazard, you know, all the misdemeanors that other like Harry Maguire, well, they have one thing in common. Most of these guys are not black. So are we saying, is there an, is there an element of race that is driving this behavior? You have to look at it and you're thinking, I, you think it, I think it is. From what you're saying, when you consider the outcry, there seems to be some sort of unfairness in how different walks of life are looked at the situation. But from your angle, what do you think? Because again, the issue of um, racial comments, discrimination keeps rearing its ugly head in one way or the form, in one way or the other. So what do you think should be done, particularly from the ethnic minority communities, if I may put it that way, supporting each other, parallel okay. players supporting each other so that we can make our voice known. Because it seems as though the more this issue is being made, uh, it seems as though it's not just getting the kind of a desired attention that it should be getting. What do you think should be done at this point? Well, now, I'm not going to say what should the establishment do, because it does seems that um, the establishment are treating issues like the with kids' gloves my opinion. What do you think we should be doing? Um, what we should be doing is, you know, look, whatever you look at, is until we have economic power and speak in unison as one voice, then our voice will be held. Look at this issue of taking the news that's going on in football. You had a culture secretary and even um, some 
prominent politicians, even somebody like Peter Patel, say they feel taking the knee is political. You take the knees in those, but you still have these fans, racially abused players. We saw what happened to Rashford, Bukayo Saka, and Jando Sanchez after the final of the Euros that we lost the penalties because these players were bold enough to stand up and take a penalty in a final for the miss. And the abuse they got had nothing to do with ability and the players. It was down to the color of their skin, even though they are English. So we have a problem in our society. Racism is not a footballing problem. It's a societal issue. I've always said, I wish players could have the collective view that if you abuse, racially abuse one of us, the rest of us will walk off. When we take action like that and do it together, then the authorities would make a stand. Look at how many times England goes to play, whether walk-up qualifiers or the Euros, they go and play in this European country and they get racially abused. What does UEFA do? Misery fines, 11,000 euros. I think that was what the Hungarians were fined. Um, you go to Croatia, the same thing. So it just shows that, and we see it in the Premier League, and even lower league, players have a bad game, and some people, faceless morons, will go behind their keyboards and start typing all sorts of things. And they don't, you know, they get a slap on the wrist. There was a case with Ian Wright where he confronted a guy who was abusing and calling him all sorts of names. So until we have that economic power and speak as a unit, togetherness, then this thing will continue to happen. That's the key to it. Also with the education, we need to re-educate the people that, you know, this nonsensical idea that because you don't like somebody or they have done something, they haven't performed up to a standard that you one, then the first thing you want to start doing is using racial abuse. Um, it's wrong and it's not acceptable at any day, any time, in any place. So, I mean, what, what's the way forward for someone like consumer? Because we're even hearing that there was a story out there on the media space that is suggestive that Didier Deschamps, that's the French manager, would probably not call him, him up for selection. Do you think well, that should be based on that? If he's going to do that, then how's he ever going to pick Karim Benzema or the what's that midfielder that had a sex tape problem? Matthew Valbuena. There you go. We know the, the number of troubles or the issues around Benzema. So if you're going to drop him, there's also Kinsey Cosman, Conman, who had an issue. So if you're going to do that, then, and this is what we keep on saying, there has to be a set of consistent behaviors when you're treating people who have done something wrong. We cannot be doing the George Orwell animal farm where some, some animals are more um, important than others. If you're going to say, well, you commit a, a wrongdoing, then you don't get selected, fine. For every other French player who has had something like that in the past, you've got to drop them. If you pick them and you don't pick him, then there's an injustice there. Thank you very much, T-Mac, for joining us to discuss this issue of consumer. And hopefully, maybe the authorities are listening and things can be done more fairly. I mean, again, to retreat, we on Sports Africa, we're not condoning his actions, but we're only just condoning the methods of the different outcries that has come forth, particularly when you compare with other sportsmen who have done something similar or who far worse, but they've had very less stiffer punishment meted out to them in comparison to consumer. And that's what we're saying. And that's what this conversation is all about. And the fact that things are still not done equally. The last time when the European Super League came up, we saw how quickly 
there was so much outcry. But when the issue of racism comes up, it is dealt with with kids' gloves. That's what we're saying. We just want a bit of fairness in our with George situation. And that's what it's all about. Um, thank you very much, Simak, for joining us on Sports Africa. It's such a wonderful privilege to have you on once again. Thank you, Bella. Thanks, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. And until we come your way again, when we bring you many more interesting episodes, please subscribe to our channel, our, our page, our the podcast. And anytime any of the podcast drops, you would always be the first to know. And leave your comments and let us know what you think or how you feel. And would definitely try as much as possible to respond to them. So have a wonderful day and stay blessed.